Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! Kair, and you are now rocking to the best. Yeah! Welcome to Coach K Radio, affiliate sponsor, home of Offshoot, uh, DBA, OriginalNativeRadio.com. Holla! This is a dream come true. And when you tune in here, you zoom in to the right place. That's what we do. We add champagne to your campaign every other Wednesday night as we get class in session and tonight we got a real 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 special one everyone's real special but to me they just keep getting better and better after each and every broadcast because i have so much fun and we get to unveil what we all like new information i know some of y'all have already read the book the science of getting rich by wallace t waddles one times two times three times four times but some of y'all are taking it chapter by chapter right along with us and that's cool, too. I like it when you take a chapter or two and then go digest and put it in your bank for, you know, the the whole week and say, look, this is what this, this is what I was practicing, this is what I had going on, and I, I put this into implementation all this week, you know. So we came on, we had, we had the first show, which was like an introduction, how we were going to get this thing popping, and then we came up with where's my uh and we came up with look we're going to do this show and we're going to break it down chapter by chapter and it has been popping ever since i really love it how it's playing an effect in my life the people around me uh that first chapter when we got it started was all about well not the first chapter but the intro the first show and and show number 2 and i have to thank everybody who has been just downloading the shows like the numbers are getting higher and higher every time. And I'm just like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. And it just really makes me feel good that people are saying, I need to listen to this. I need to apply this in my life. And, you know, we're just going to keep on doing it like this until we finish the book. Then we're going to move on to something else because this is like just the first. This is not... This isn't the end of the road. This is just something that we already got popping here, and we thought that this would be a fabulous way to 
just keep on transcending the old paradigm of thinking. Um, of course, we got to give a big shout out to my other sponsors, Illuminati Money. You know, they're in the building. If you're on Facebook and you're not in the Illuminati Money Now group, you are missing out. Big shout out to everybody participating in our 52-week challenge. We're using our prosperity jar for the millionaire mindset. Everybody's red dollars want me. What's up? Dollars want me. Dollars want me. Dollars want me. Yeah, that might be book number two right after that. Like, that's the foundation of Illuminati money. Um, big shouts out to honesthustle.info, honesthustle.com. Big shouts out to ancestormoney.info. Uh, and the new launch, coachktv.info. Woo, there's a lot of things popping off around here. We cannot leave out billionaire belief, you know what I'm saying? That's my partner in rhyme and partner mastermind. This is a dream come true. Because, I mean, I can't do this show by myself. So what I had to do was let spirit guide somebody to me who felt very passionate about the subject that we needed to change people's minds. Changing people's minds, how they thought about money, what were their feelings towards it. That's what Illuminati is about, and that's what this particular solution-based episode is all about here at Coach K Radio. You understand? Solution-based radio. You can't get it where else. This is the mental conditioning that you've been looking for. That's why you keep calling in, you keep calling back, and that's why it's important that you keep on applying these lessons each and every day to your own particular situation. Well... With all that said, I've been running off at the mouth. Let me go ahead and get my co-hosts with the Moses up in this joint. He's been with me each and every week since the beginning. He's just, you know, he's just getting comfortable over there. He's throwing money out the sunroof, screaming, money ain't a thing. Y'all put y'all hands together. And the hits just What's keep up, Ain't nothing to it but to do it. How you feeling tonight, big brother? I'm just feeling blessed and highly favored. Once again, just grateful to have the opportunity to address the audience and helping them change how they think about money, uh, as well as, as I go through the quest for success as well. So I'm um, just happy to be here. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, what's going on out there in L.A.? I know you over there on the left coast. You know, how's, how's, every, how's the weather and how's, you know, just how's everything popping off over there as far as, you know, the billionaire beliefs, uh, mindset, corporation, you know, how's that conglomerate, that movement doing over there for you? I'm just keeping it prosperous, baby. Uh, weather is amazing as usual. Today was actually a, a, a fairly hot day in, in, LA, in L.A. terms. But other than that, as far as doing that, I mean, we just constantly moving, constantly growing, always seeking out to help those people who need to ultimately change how to think about money. And and actually today I had I came across a pretty funny experience that I want to share real quick. But I have a family member who's been staying with another family member under the with, with the goal of saving up some money so that they can move out as an new year and go do their thing. Now, obviously. You know, we always make goals, and some of these goals are financial, and this being one of those goals, you know, save $400 a month so they can um, move out at the end of the year. But they had a discussion recently 
as uh, yesterday, I believe. And uh, today, when I was having lunch with one of my family members, you know, they were they were giving me the play by play, and he said, uh, "Well, how much have you have you saved?" He's like, "Man, my goal is to save four hundred, but so far I ain't been. I've saved zero. We're all the way in uh, in June." And I just say that to say the importance of doing things a certain way, which is what we've been covering in the science of getting rich. I mean, if if you want to accomplish your goals, then you have to commit to them. You have to stick to them. So if you tell yourself you're going to save 100 a month, you got to do that. You know, rain, see, uh, snow. But um, we'll get. We'll, I'm pretty sure we'll be getting into a lot of that later on in the show. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, last week uh, we had our guest on Javae Johnson. You know, author of Success is spelled with two C's. The average person's 20-day guide and workbook to becoming successful, and I am thoroughly pleased to be able to announce that she is back up in here again with us tonight. It's awesome, baby. So we got to lick a shot and get people to put their hands together. For Javale Johnson. And the hits just keep on coming. What's going on, my mom? Welcome to the show. Peace, peace. What's thank going you, on? thank you. I'm excited again. It was an awesome, monumental show last time we met, and it's going to be a monumental show tonight. Yeah, yeah. Y'all hear that excitement in her voice? That's what you got to do. You want to get on Coach K Radio, but you got to come in with some excitement. You know what I mean? I can feel that energy. Popping off of her right now, she's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be monumental. Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So check it. This is um this week we're getting we're going into chapter four. Last week we thought we were going to do chapter we thought we were going to do chapter three and four, but we got so much in the three, and it was so much. You know, there was so many things that we were able to dig up out of that Joker. We had to just stay there, you know. We had to be like, yo, this is where we at. We got to, you know, we got to stay here so and really get the grind on. And, I, and I'm not complaining one bit. You know, that's what I like about being at HNIC in my own network. You know, we're moving at the pace that people can handle to make sure they can dissect and pull things out for their own listening pleasure and purpose. So um, just to recap, you know, when we came in, we covered Chapter 1, The Right to Be Rich. You know, and that was something that was real, real heavy to me. And I also have a sound clip from um, from the book that is about I want to play tonight about this right to be rich. Like this is going to like get it started before we even get into chapter four. But I just wanted to preamble the show. Um, and get everybody's mind set, because I want to keep reminding people as we go through the book, you do have a right to be rich. So y'all just check this little section out right here, and then right after this we're going to get started. Peace. You need not hesitate about asking largely. Coach. It is your Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom, end quote, said Jesus. Original substance wants to live all that is possible in you, and wants you to have all that you can or will use for the living of the most abundant life. If you fit
fix upon your consciousness the fact that the desire you feel for the possession of riches is one with the desire of omnipotence for more complete expression where faith becomes invincible. Once I saw a little boy sitting at a piano and vainly trying to bring harmony out of the keys, and I saw that he was grieved and provoked by his inability to play real music. I asked him the cause of his vexation, and he answered, I can feel the music in me, but I can't make my hands go right. The music in him was the urge of original substance, containing all the possibilities of all life. All there is of music was seeking expression through the child. God, the one substance, is trying to live and do and enjoy things through humanity. He is saying, I want hands to build wonderful structures, to play divine harmonies, to paint glorious pictures. I want feet to run my errands, eyes to see my beauties, tongues to tell mighty truths and sing marvelous songs, and so on. All that there is of possibility is seeking expression through men. God wants those who can play music to have piano and every other instrument, and to have the means to cultivate their talents to the fullest extent. He wants those who can appreciate beauty to be able to surround themselves with beautiful things. He wants those who can discern truth to have every opportunity to travel and observe. He wants those who can appreciate dress to be beautifully clothed, and those who can appreciate good food to be luxuriously fed. He wants all these things because it is himself that enjoys and appreciates them. It is God who wants to play and sing and enjoy beauty and proclaim truth and wear fine clothes and eat good foods. It is God that worketh in you to will and to do, said Paul. The desire you feel for riches is the infinite, seeking to express himself in you as he sought to find expression in the little boy at the piano. So you need not hesitate to ask largely. Your part is to focalize and express the desire of God. happening, what's happening, what's happening, that's right, God wants you to be rich, you hear it, you heard it first, here, if you ain't heard it, then listen up, rewind it, stop it, download it, play it back, God desires that you be rich, you know, I have to do the ladies first, Javay, we didn't play that for you last week, so I don't know if that was your first time or not hearing that, but you know, I get the mix down sometimes, so what are your feelings about God desires that you be rich? Oh, my feelings are really, really great about that <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times we're, you know, taught that we should live a very humble, um, mediocre life, and that's not what we were sent here to do. We're here to be great. We are great beings, and you really it, – it just changes the dynamics of things from – the regular programming that maybe some of us have already had. So it kind of changes the game, so to speak. And it's, that's very powerful because just think, if you can change your mindset from a mindset of lack to a mindset of abundance and to walk knowing that you are supposed to be rich, you are supposed to be wealthy, you are supposed to have everything in the, in the world that you desire, 
That's that's deep. That's just that's that's mind blowing. Mm, absolutely. That's what's up. Dana, what you feel about that? For me it was awakened and then my awakeness transferred into fearlessness because now as your bay kinda of, kinda of touched on it, the, the the feeling of, of gratitude and generosity and, and fearlessness that you feel knowing that I have something of value to offer to another person to help them accomplish something worthy and significant in their lives. And as long as I can focus on creating that value for them, then I'll always have everything I want because I already have everything I want because I must first believe that I have it in my mind and then it will materialize. So for me, you know, learning that was or really just accepting that, I would say, because, I mean, we hear it all the time, but it's really understanding it and then accepting it. But once I accepted it, it was a very uh, enlightening moment. And from there, slowly but surely, I've been, you know, turning that, that energy into fearlessness. Mm, absolutely. When I hear that word fearlessness, I, I think about uh, Sister Myra always telling me, she says, if God is with you, who can be against you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you going to do with Big Mama in your pocket? You know, when you got the creator with you saying, look, get out there and go get it, then how can you fail or how can you hesitate? Or And what are you hes- what are you hesitating for? You know, there's, it, it really doesn't make any sense for you to hold up when the creator is saying, you know, look, this is what I'm looking for. This is not even what I'm looking for. This is what I gave you. Go out here and use it. So I'm really um, delighted um, about that track, you know what I'm saying? And I really feel Wallace Waddles, you know, where he's coming from with that. So tonight we're going to really go in. The first chapter, Chapter 4, is it's 10 minutes. I already looked at it, but we're going to go over the whole joint. So check it. Those of you who is your first time on the show, you need to have a piece of paper. You really need a notebook to keep up with chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, all the way through, you know, and writing down what it really means to you, the right to be rich. There's a science of getting rich. And then last week is opportunity monopolized. Well, guess what? Tonight we're covering the first principle in the science of getting rich. And Gervais, I'm so impressed by this workbook that I already have some text to share right from this manual, this success manual, Expelled with Two C's. I just can't wait till we get back. I was going to be like, I was going to read this right from the beginning. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to let Wallace Wallace set it off, and then I'm going to come back and um, talk about how I'm really enjoying going through this book step by step. All right? All right. Sounds good. So um, I do encourage while we're on here, I really like people like some people can multitask. Um, I don't prescribe it because when you can sit down and concentrate, then that's much more preferable. If you're listening to the show on the download, then you can pause it and go over to Amazon and just type in. Success is spelled with two C's. Success is success is spelled with two C's, just like C is in Charlie. The Average Person's 20-Day Guide and Workbook to Becoming Successful by Javay J. Johnson. I mean, 
just 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 having it bookmark it. If you didn't get it from last week, this week, it should be without a shadow of a doubt because it's it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing read. It's easy. The print is big, but the exercises are amazing. So that's one of the reasons why I had invited her on. I know it um, not just doing a promo for the book, but the book really is advantageous to the reader. And if you're on com, if you signed up there and you got the toolbox and then you put this success manual with it, all I can say is OMG. And plus getting ready, what Coach is getting ready to drop, like in the next couple of days over at Coach KTV, we can ready to do like a series over there, like some classes on the weekend, maybe like Saturday night, Friday or Saturday night. Uh, you know, eight nine o'clock, which would be five six o'clock Western uh, West Coast time, to make sure people have an opportunity to come in, and we really start getting in to, um, on the brand your swag. That's really what I want to start getting people on is starting to put this thing you know in motion and apply it in a very hardcore, definite, a purpose way. You know what I'm saying in their own life. So please stay tuned. Um, if you are taking notes, just write the book down, listen to the con uh, the commentary, and then um, later on, go ahead and order the book. I mean, it's just that easy. It's, it's an investment in yourself, all right? So first thing we're going to cover is Chapter 4, Science of Getting Rich. We'll be back in 2 plus 2. Peace. Chapter 4, The First Principle in the Science of Getting Rich. Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. The stuff from which all things are made is a substance which thinks, and the thought of form in this substance produces the form. Original substance moves according to its thoughts. Every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of a thought in original substance. As the formless stuff thinks of a form, it takes that form. As it thinks of a motion, it makes that motion. That is the way all things were created. We live in a thought world, which is part of a thought universe. The thought of a moving universe extended throughout formless substance, and the thinking stuff moving according to that thought took the form of systems of planets and maintains that form. Thinking substance takes the form of its thought and moves according to the thought. Holding the idea of a circling system of suns and worlds, it takes the form of those bodies and moves them as it thinks. Thinking the form of a slow-growing oak tree, it moves accordingly and produces the tree, though centuries may be required to do the work. In creating, the formless seems to move according to the lines of motions it has established. The thought of an oak tree does not cause the instant formation of a full-grown tree but it does start in motion the forces which will produce the tree along established lines of growth. Every thought of form, held in thinking substance, causes the creation of the form, but always, or at least generally, along lines of growth and action already established. The thought of a house of a certain construction, if it were impressed upon formless substance, might not cause the instant formation of the house but it would cause the turning of creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as to result in the speedy building of the house. And if there were no existing channels through which the creative energy could work, 
Then the house would be formed directly from primal substance, without waiting for the slow processes of the organic and inorganic world. No thought of form can be impressed upon original substance without causing the creation of the form. Man is a thinking center and can originate thought. All the forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thoughts. He cannot shape a thing until he has thought that thing. And so far, man has confined his efforts wholly to the work of his hands. He has applied manual labor to the world of forms, seeking to change or modify those already existing. He has never thought of trying to cause the creation of new forms by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance. When man has a thought form, he takes material from the forms of nature and makes an image of the form which is in his mind. He has, so far, made little or no effort to cooperate with formless intelligence, to work, quote, with the Father, end quote. He has not dreamed that he can, quote, do what he seeth the Father doing, end quote. Man reshapes and modifies existing forms by manual labor. He has given no attention to the question whether he may not produce things from formless substance by communicating his thoughts to it. We propose to prove that he may do so, to prove that any man or woman may do so, and to show how. As our first step, we must lay down three fundamental propositions. First, we assert that there is one original formless stuff or substance from which all things are made. All the seemingly many elements are but different presentations of one element. All the many forms found in organic and inorganic nature are but different shapes made from the same stuff. And this stuff is thinking stuff. A thought held in it produces the form of the thought. Thought, in thinking substance, produces shapes. Man is a thinking center, capable of original thought. If man can communicate his thought to original thinking substance, he can cause the creation or formation of the thing he thinks about. To summarize this, one, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. Two, a thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Three, Man can form things in his thought, and, by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be creative. It may be asked if I can prove these statements, and without going into details, I answer that I can do so, both by logic and experience. Reasoning back from the phenomena of form and thought, I come to one original thinking substance, and reasoning forward from this thinking substance, I come to man's power to cause the formation of the thing he thinks about. And by experiment, I find the reasoning true, and this is my strongest proof. If one man who reads this book gets rich by doing what it tells him to do, that is evidence in support of my claim. But if every man who does what it tells him to do gets rich, that is positive proof until someone goes through the process and fails. The theory is true until the process fails and this process will not fail, for every man who does exactly what this book tells him to do will get rich. I have said that men get rich by doing things in a certain way, and in order to do so, men must become able to think in a certain way. A man's way of doing things is the direct result of the way he thinks about things. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. 
This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth, regardless of appearances. Every man has the natural and inherent power to think what he wants to think, but it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. To think according to appearances is easy. To think truth, regardless of appearances, is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work man is called upon to perform. There is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. This is especially true when the truth is contrary to appearances. Every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding form in the mind which observes it, and this can only be prevented by holding the thought of the truth. To look upon the appearance of disease will produce the form of disease in your own mind, and ultimately in your body, unless you hold the thought of the truth, which is that there is no disease. It is only an appearance, and the reality is health. To look upon the appearances of poverty will produce corresponding forms in your own mind, unless you hold to the truth that there is no poverty, there is only abundance. To think health when surrounded by the appearances of disease, or to think riches when in the midst of appearances of poverty, requires power. But he who acquires this power becomes a master mind. He can conquer fate. He can have what he wants. This power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances. And the fact is that there is one thinking substance from which and by which all things are made. Then we must grasp the truth that every thought held in this substance becomes a form and that man can so impress his thoughts upon it as to cause them to take form and become visible things. When we realize this, we lose all doubt and fear for we know that we can create what we want to create, we can get what we want to have, and can become what we want to be. As a first step toward getting rich, you must believe the three fundamental statements given previously in this chapter, and in order to emphasize them, I repeat them here. 1. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made, and which, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. 2. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. 3. Man can form things in his thought and, by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. You must lay aside all other concepts of the universe than this monistic one, and you must dwell upon this until it is fixed in your mind and has become your habitual thought. Read these creed statements over and over again. Fix every word upon your memory and meditate upon them until you firmly believe what they say. If a doubt comes to you, cast it aside as a sin. Do not listen to arguments against this idea. Do not go to churches or lectures where a contrary concept of things is taught or preached. Do not read magazines or books which teach a different idea. If you get mixed up in your faith, all your efforts will be in vain. Do not ask why these things are true, nor speculate as to how they can be true. Simply take them on trust. The science of getting rich begins with the absolute acceptance of this faith.
And the hits just keep on coming. Boy, boy, boy. That one was a doozy right there. Ooh, uh, I know, Jamey, I'm supposed to let niggas go first, but I am uh, over here got my knees shaking over here. I'm going to just, because I got about three or four I just want to build on, so I don't want to, I ain't going to, well, I mean, we can't take nobody's information, but I just want to jump in real quick. One of the main reasons why I was so happy about us doing this chapter is tonight was, like I said at the beginning of the show, what are you thinking? He could have he could have just named this 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 chapter. What are you thinking? What do you think about that, Javay or Dana? Well, I I totally totally agree with what you just said because the reality is, what are you thinking? What type of program are you running in your head? Some of us we need to get a McAfee mental software, you know, to run in our heads to kill the viruses. And those viruses are these negative thoughts. They're even if you're thinking about negative things about other people, those thoughts are formulating in your mind first, even if they're about other people. So that formless stuff, that the thinking stuff, which all things are made, which from the original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner spaces of the universe, that is being affected by your thoughts. So we really, you know, we have a billion thoughts that go through our minds on a daily basis, and some things we're consciously aware of and some things they're subconscious. So once you start to really take a look and think about how you're thinking, think about how you're feeling, which your thoughts totally um, affect your feelings, once you start to pay attention to that, you start to notice, well, what are my thought patterns? Am I thinking lack? Am I thinking hate? Am I thinking, you know, in the form of disease and sickness? Or am I thinking in abundance? Am I thinking wealth? And am I thinking great health? So this this chapter, you're right, this chapter, this is a mind opener right here. Mm. Dana, what do you think? You know, she said she said a thought. I mean, she said something that we normally pop off with regularly around here. I'm going to see if you're going to say it. One of, it's, it's one of my phrases, but you picked it up like every week. You keep reminding people, but I'm going to see what you got to say first before I blurt it out. Talking about adding more muscle to your hustle. <laughs> no, no, I like that one too. But she said that we need to get the um, we need to get the Mac of the antivirus program and run it. So you know oh, yeah. the, inter- the the interpretation for that around here. What's oh, our yeah, phrase? Gotta, uh, oh yeah, uh, deprogram to reprogram. We got to deprogram before we can reprogram. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a beast. Go ahead, brother. Add on. And pretty much just uh, what was already uh, spoken on before about the antivirus software, that just really boils down to you being conscious of the thoughts that you are choosing to allow to, as Mr. Waddle says, permeate in your mind. And a lot of people just have to, you know, accept. Or get, I would prescribe acceptance, honesty, and then perspective for a person like that because as as he as he says, man is a thinking center. So that 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 in and of itself means that the root of of your existence in a sense is is based in your mind and the thoughts that you choose to manufacture. And you have the power to choose what you think, regardless of what your your eyesight sees, because your mind sight can be focused on something totally different. But it's a choice that you have to willingly make and be consciously making it 
if you truly want to harness the power that Mr. Waddles is, is, is informing us that we have at our disposal. So it all begins, though, with you accepting that, hey, I am a powerful being. I have already have all of what I need to manifest into a material uh, substance, but I, it begins, though, with me believing that I have those things and then thinking them into existence. Mm. Get it, get it, get it. Uh, boy, y'all in here going in. I had to go get another reference book when uh, Gervais started talking about the number of thoughts, you know, that we have every day. So I had to go get uh, Mitchell Gibson's book, Nine Insights for a Happy and Successful Life. Big shouts out to Dr. Mitchell Gibson over at Tybro.com, T-Y-B-R-O. But um, I wanted to share the, uh, one of the pieces that stood out to me tonight. There's a couple of pieces that stood out um, from uh, Waddles was to think health when surrounded by the appearances of disease or to think riches when in the midst of the appearance of poverty requires power. But whoever acquires this power becomes a mastermind. That person can conquer fate and can have what he or she wants. Now, this is when people are, we are, we've heard it the whole time we've been growing up, you know what I'm saying? Your mind is, you know what I'm saying, thoughts are powerful. And then when you get to the secret, Bob Proctor was like, thoughts are things. Well, we know he got that from Reverend Ike, you know, and Reverend Ike may have got it from uh, from Napoleon Hill, and Napoleon Hill may have got it from Wallace Waddles, and then somebody may have got it from Pascal Beverly Randolph. But it's not about, like, the originator of it because it just keeps going on. It's a fact. Like you said, don't start questioning and thinking about it. Just take it on trust. Shut your mouth. That's I mean, sometimes I make it plain and simple. They say, Coach, why you got to be so hard on them? Because poverty is being hard on you. If I told you to shut up so you can be rich, why would you be mad at me? Poverty says you can just run your mouth and just, you know, just be loose with your thoughts and don't have any control over it. But when you get powerful and stop talking and get control of your thoughts, then what it says, the very next sentence, this power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances. He keeps repeating the word appearances, the, the, the appearances of, of disease, the appearance of poverty. Once you get behind all appearances and that fact is that there is one thinking substance from which and by which all things are made, then you're going to start to, like Dan, uh, Dana just said, then you start to add more muscle to your hustle, you know? So the power is in quieting the mind, being honest, studying your tool books, hitting them reps. I called Dana earlier this week. I was like, what you doing, Dana? He was like, man, you know I'm out here walking, man. I got to get it in, coach. You know what I'm saying? Just just getting it in on his, on his physical component, on his physical exercise. Like, Dana or Gervais, can you talk about the importance that you see of uh, getting your repetitions in in developing power in your mental conditioning? Oh, man, that's, that's paramount. It's the pinnacle of success. You look at a bodybuilder. They can go to the gym for six months strong and be ripped, but if they miss two, three weeks in the gym, you know, they they ride back at square one. And you ask, well, how does that happen? And it happens because they wasn't getting them reps. They weren't being consistent in exercising that muscle. 
And if if you're not growing, then you're dying. So if your muscles aren't aren't being built, then they're obviously being dismantled and destroyed. And the same applies to our mind, our our body, and our soul. Which is why for me, I make it a, a point to, like I said, every morning get up and and walk, get up and read, and then just get up to to meditate so I can balance my mind, balance my uh, body, balance my soul, so I can get prepared for this this this. To fight for freedom that we we all are are, are part of, and it 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 wouldn't give me, I wouldn't I, I take it back I wouldn't have the the calmness I wouldn't have the collectiveness, and I wouldn't have the composure that I'm able to to maintain without that the getting those reps in every morning because I, I definitely feel naked without those reps, and I, I I definitely believe that it's because I I I make time for myself. I don't, I don't, I don't wait. Like, oh, well, if this is a good time to do it. Like, no, I, I schedule it in my calendar so that at this, this point in the day, at this time, this is what I'm doing. And because I make time for my, for my balance, my calmness, my composure, and everything, I'm, I'm able to maintain that, that sense of positive energy that I need to move forward in life. So, you, you got to get the reps in. You know, without the, without the, uh, as they say, no pain, no gain. So. Got to, uh, as they say, deprogram the reprogram. You got to add more muscle to your hustle. <laughs> I know that's right, Javay. What you think about that? Oh, I agree totally. I 100% concur because you know the the brain is a muscle itself, and when you do repetitions, that creates habits. Habits mm-hmm. create you know, other things in your life that you want to go well. They all fall back on the habits that you have. And, and again, taking time out for yourself, we're so inundated with just a myriad of things that are really not serving us. You know, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, reality TV shows, nothing that is really empowering us to get rich. And, you know, I like to quote one of the um, lyrics from Common when he says, I have to turn my cell off and let my dome roam. We're not letting our dome roam enough. You know? <laughs> We're not letting our domes roll. We need to kind of <laughs> we we need to kind of shut down some things. We need to kind of shut down some things in order to get back to ourselves. That's where the power is at. That's where the manifestations happen. So we have to get back to that and kind of you know cut out certain things or or the time that we spend with certain things, so to speak. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was powerful. She said, she said, turn off. She sent that quote comment on the signs of getting rich right on Coach K Radio. She said, yo, look, turn the cell off and let my dome roam. If y'all got some comments, questions, or feedback on anything that you heard thus far, if you've been keeping up with us, if you want to give us a shout-out, uh, speak to the panel, ask us a question about something that you think is pertinent to you, uh, please give us, go ahead, call in, 347 205 9089-347-205-9089. Don't forget to go on over to BillionaireBelief.com and sign up and get your free toolbox. Really complimentary. Because it ain't free because we're, we're getting your contact information because you got to have access to that. But what you're doing is you're employing hustle commandment number one. You're joining a larger, stronger support network. Hustle commandment number one is what? Your network is your net worth. Who are you hanging around? And if we're talking about the first principle in the science of getting rich, 
you better be hanging around some people who are thinking like you, thinking about what can they make out of this formless stuff and make some things into reality. So please go on over to BillionaireBelief.com. Check that out. Also, go over to www.CoachKTV.info. Now, um, I'm getting ready to put some packages. Really, I'm going to make a special package for tomorrow. I want to do like a 45-minute or 45 minute or one-hour class for about six people, anywhere from four to six people. And it's going to be in the afternoon, you know, uh, prior to it getting dark. You know, in Atlanta, it's not getting dark until like almost 9 o'clock. So don't tell me that you got to rush out and do some uh, do some do, – do do all this, you know. You ain't got to go to you ain't got to go to every cookout, you know. So I'm gonna kind of schedule it at a time because people say oh it's too hot. So I'm gonna have it so you can come inside. If you got Wi-Fi and a webcam, this class is gonna be for you, and it's gonna be about building your financial hustle, all right, and your financial muscle. So please check out um, just register. Just go over to CoachKTV.info, and uh, you're gonna have to log in and get an account. And come back to come back like in the morning, or just follow me. That's what all I need you to do is follow me. And when the new class comes up, it's going to send a blast out to you. All right. Also, go over to Amazon.com and get that two. I'm sorry. Success is spelled with two C's. Success is spelled with two C's. All right. Now, as we wait on, um, if anybody wants to call in to make a comment or a question, and we go back in a little more on a. On, uh, Chapter four, because I know I have a little bit more to add on it, and I'm sure uh, either Dan or Gervais does too. I wanted to go back and talk about the importance of our thoughts and exactly how many we have. This is from page 82 on the nine insights for a happy and successful living life. Um, most people don't realize how much they're held hostage by the negative nature of their own thoughts. The fact that we regularly allow our minds to walk aimlessly through a dense forest of disconnected thoughts and dreams should be alarming. This is what Gervais just said about the reality television. However, that thought is intimately connected to the insight that I would like to share in this chapter. The human mind is a powerhouse of information, knowledge, and insight. Let us analyze some facts for a moment. Write these down. If the average person thinks 65,000 separate thoughts in a single day, then over the course of one month, that person will have generated over 1,950,000 individual thoughts. In one year, a single individual will have generated more than 23,400,000 thoughts. During the course of an 80-year lifetime, a person could generate more than one billion eight hundred and seventy-two million thoughts. That is almost two billion thoughts generated from the mind of an average individual. Research shows that most of our thoughts are negative, seventy-seven percent of them to be exact. But research also shows that twenty-three percent of our thoughts are positive and constructive in nature. So if we analyze the number of thoughts generated by an average person in one lifetime, 1,872,000,000, and extract the number of them that are positive, we come up with more than 430,560,000 thoughts in the course of a lifetime. 
This is close to a half a billion positive, constructive thoughts that are generated by a single person. Now, let's get to the insight. If we examine the 23% of our thoughts that are positive and constructive and then look at the number of them that happen in a single day, we find that we generate more than 14,950,000 happy, positive thoughts per day. Thomas Edison once said that genius is 99% precipitation and 1% inspiration. Just for the sake of discussion, let us accept this statement as an accurate reflection of the condition of our thoughts. Only 1% of those happy, positive thoughts are insightful, life-changing, and in a word, brilliant. Then each of us has almost 150 of them per day. Each of us has more than half a dozen brilliant, life-changing thoughts every hour of every day. More importantly, these brilliant, life-changing thoughts are unique to each of us. When I pondered these numbers, I came up with the next insight. Your innermost thoughts are unique to the universe. Now, that's, that's I mean, I just want to hear some commentary on that. Uh, Dana or Gervais, what do you think about, you know, having that many thoughts? But really, out of all the negativity, we're still having 150 positive thoughts a day, which is getting it narrowed down to about six dozen I mean, a half a dozen brilliant, life-changing thoughts every hour. Mm. Well, for me, it's just about having a pen and paper around or, as we like to say, a whiteboard when those 150 thoughts do cross online. And for the other, however many it was that are negative, just quickly, you know, cancel, cancel those. But uh, ultimately, I definitely uh, believe that that's definitely a statement of truth. And, and it's funny that they say over – I believe they said 65,000 a day because I once saw a commercial that said, that, oh, the human mind only has 3,000 thoughts a week. But even before then, I had I that came across some information that said it was way more than 3,000. But that just goes to show you how how limited some people try to make the mind out to be. And on the flip side of that, just how how productive and how ultimately infinite your thought patterns can be. So, Ultimately, it just comes down to making sure you focus on those those 150. And at the end of the day, you, you always want quality over quantity anyway. And obviously, those 150 are your quality thoughts. So when you do get those flashes of brilliance, take the time or in, in, in a better way of saying it's make the time at that moment to capture it so that you can go back to it later. All day. Gervais, your thoughts? Yeah, I totally agree with Dana. And, you know, too, a lot of people sometimes have issues with negative thoughts just popping up in their mind. Even I experience that from time to time. I could be driving and I might think, what if I get into an accident just out the blue? Well, what I started doing is um, I created um, a way to try to dismantle those thoughts at the core and what I do, I, I I actually talk about it in my book. I have something called a negative thought equalizer list. And with that, what you would do is when you have the negative thought that may change how you feel, you immediately um, go back to thinking about something that made you happy, something that's on your list that has really, you know, just really made you happy, excited, or whatever, whatever is the opposite of the feeling that you're trying to get rid of. Um, also, another thing that I do when I have those um, random, crazy, you know, out-the-blue thoughts, I would um, 
think about like a intergalactic hammer just smashing the thoughts and smashing them down to smithereens to where they no longer exist. And sometimes you can do these mental tricks with your mind um, to help you to kind of cope and get rid of those bad habits of those thoughts reoccurring. So that's one of the tricks that I use, and, you know, a lot of um, people may use that to try to help minimize those negative thoughts. Jay-Z said, he said, I smash ass with a, he said, I kill ass with a sledgehammer. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that program totally, Gervais. <laughs> this is a dream come true. Like I said, ain't nobody got no time for that. You know, I some kind of crazy thought come up on me or something, and my mind starts to wander. Even though it gets, you know, it's, it's few and far between that. I let my thoughts get too far out of hand, but just in case, I have to drop a bomb on them like this. <laughs> I said, look, I ain't got no time for that. You know, all that I got is time for manifesting and building into reality from the thought, from the formless. This formless stuff is coming in the form. That's when we thought, Javay talked about it last week, that dark matter. This is, this is, this is that whole chapter right there is all about that dark matter, buddy, that empty space. 98% of everything we're looking at is empty space. That's right. Which is how dense it is or what it says and all that. It's still, and, and that goes all the way down from a tree limb, a piece of fruit, to a bullet, you know, and but it still carries, you know what I'm saying, intention. So what are you forming with your thoughts? I want to go into um, one of my favorite parts in Gervais' book real quick about in uh, Chapter 2, Success Analogy. I love analogies. I mean, that's I, I speak sometimes almost in parables and analogies, but this one was something that I thought underli- underlined in red, started circling words, breaking out the highlighter, and... This was just just magnificent to me, and I just want to commend Gervais for for writing it, and I wanted to share it with the listening audience. You know, big shouts out to everybody as well right now that's on the line live right now. My folks from the 586-202, calling in from Skype, the 336-404s, everybody in the chat room down there in Pine Bluff, Arizona, I mean Arkansas, Big shouts out to 919 million. Big shouts out to Ambitious, the guests, Living Alliance is in the building. Uh, look at that. Lamiel is all up in the building. Miss Camera Lady is in the building. So big shouts out and thank each and every one of you for, you know, tuning in with us tonight versus, you know, you could be doing something else, getting distracted some other way versus being over here putting some creative, you know, creative potions in your motions or something like that. But this particular section, Gervais was talking about, imagine if you had a red light at the intersection. Any of y'all ever been, you know, in a car driving somewhere? And she said this intersection was Success Boulevard and Hendrance Way. You're waiting to proceed north on Success Boulevard with your trusty, reliable vehicle. The gear shift is in neutral, and you have your right foot on the brake pedal. This sounds like common sense right here. Now, listen now, everybody. 
if you're sitting at the stop at the intersection, you got to have your foot on the brake so the car don't roll out into the street, right? So then the light turns green, and you press on you press on the clutch pedal while moving the gear shift in the first gear, and then you apply pressure to the gas pedal. You accelerate. Those who drive a manual five-speed transmission already knows what happens if you don't properly balance out the pressure of your feet on the clutch pedal and the gas pedal. Improper balancing will cause the vehicle to jerk and in some cases temporarily stall. This mechanical example works the same way with one's quest to become successful. Now, it's another chapter I'm going to read, but I want to hear what Dana got to say about that. I can't ask Javay because she wrote it. Dana, what do you think about that? Oh, that was amazing right there. And, and, and I, I like it because, like I said, it highlights on what, what what's most important, and that's ultimately boiling it back to what we're covering in um, the science of generation, you know, doing things a certain way. And, and part of that is believing that you can do it. You know, I, I can't speak on how important it is for people to understand just the importance of feeling worthy. And, and feeling that you deserve to have what it is you believe that you, you think you want. And that could be anything from a better job. It could be more money in your bank account. Or it could just be more fruitful relationships with those in your household or, or those outside your household. But it all begins from with, with, with your thoughts. And then you just first thinking it. And then once you think it and you, you have it, a side of it, then then moving forward, taking steps to move toward uh, manifesting it. So, yeah, that was some, some great information. And like I said, everything that we're sharing on the show, everything that Shavay uh, has written in her book and the, the countless of other books out there, I'm, I'm letting you know, ladies and gentlemen, that as Coach K kind of touched on it before, just trust the information, trust the facts, and and, and not and stop allowing everyone's opinion to, to cloud your vision because, it's it's facts, so we're we're all sharing facts here with you, and uh, they they might seem risque, but they only seem that way because they're, they're, it's new information. It's a philosophy that's counter probably to what you're used to, but as long as you just trust the facts and, like I said, read the book. I I I, I just put success with two C's on my on my wish list. I'm I'm copying that. I'm reading it because that's one of the one of the keys to success is reading. Not necessarily just looking, going, going to educate, but reading. Like, reading is essential. But, uh, yeah, cop that book and uh, make it happen. But, like I said, it all begins with belief. And if you without the belief, it's all meaningless. I know that's right. Now, Javay, what do you want to give, like, a, a, a life experience about what led you to, you know what I'm saying, coming up with that? Here you are at the corner of Success Boulevard and Hendrix Way. And you start talking about they start talking about a car and 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 it's checking out on you. Well, basically, a lot of times when we are attempting to do something, um, you know, whether it be going to school or starting a new business or even a new relationship, you have to kind of have things in alignment. If you don't have things in alignment and balance things out, then it could cause your you know, all of your efforts to kind of stall or to kind of you may have some pitfalls along the way or some mountains that just appeared out of nowhere. So that's sometimes the case when it comes to being successful. And like I said last um, time that we met, that, you know, maybe failure doesn't exist because if you're still pushing forward, you're still moving, 
failure is a part of success. So a lot of times people get intimidated by failure, and what do they do? They give up. But if you keep going, you know, you think some things are temporary. So if you keep going, you know, the next time that you may try to attempt something, it may actually work for you. So you have a choice to make. Either you're going to go straight north and go up on Success Boulevard or you're going to stall out at the corner of Hendron's Way. You know, basically that's that's the that's the name of the game right there. Either you're going to be a winner or you're going to be a quitter. And if you quit, what do you have to show for it? Mm. Wasted investments. Wasted investment. Let me read this next chapter because this really explains why we take our time at Coach K Radio in order for people to get their foundation right before they move on to something else. The vehicle is your trusty, reliable plan of action on the success boulevard. I'm going to pause myself and say, do you have a plan of action? Gears one through five are your opportunities on hand that can either speed up your plan of action or slow down your plan of action. The gas pedal is your drive, persistence, and resilience. The brake helps you slow down to see the big picture when your plan is moving too fast. The clutch pedal is the medium to help you make a smooth transition from one goal to the next within your plan of action. If your drive, persistence, and resilience gas pedal is not balanced out with the medium to help you make a smooth transition from one goal to the next, the clutch pedal then at the intersection of Success Boulevard and Hindrance Way, your vehicle is going to jerk, lurch, grind, and stall out. Your trusty, reliable plan of action is once again at a halt and only just a few feet away from where you started. <clears throat> I found myself at this intersection many times sitting there stalled out. I wanted to go straight from neutral to fifth gear. The reality is that the gears work in numerical order and sometimes we may find ourselves with our gear shifter all out of order with burnt-out clutches. Wow. Come on, Dana. I'm going I'm to let you have it first. When I, when I was listening to you reading that, immediately what flashed in my mind was when one of my family members got some sugar poured down their tank and their car was rendered inoperable because a lot of times people – get what they think is sugar, you know, shove down their throat, you know, buy this car, you know, this is on sale, oh, you'll get easy financing, or, you know, oh, yeah, you, you can't do this, or you have this problem, you know, do you have, do you wake up four times in the night and have to, you know, it's all these different messages that they're sending on a daily basis, which, which, which is disguised as sugar, but ultimately renders their vehicle, you know, their, their ambition, their drive, their confidence, it renders it inoperable because that's just not what what they were designed to to be ingesting and um you know you see it all the time coach K when when you're out and about or you know just you know watching the images that they choose to show you via the media which really don't represent the the, the majority but they although they make it out that that is what the majority does but regardless of that you know if you don't put the proper fuel into your engine if you don't feed your mind the proper messages that it needs, you will not be able to have the energy and the power you need to get from destination A to destination B. 
and in life that's from, you know, where you are to where you want to be. And a lot of people think that it happens overnight. I know I used to think it that way. And if it didn't happen overnight, then you were a failure. But the reality is, uh, like she already touched on earlier, the road to uh, – I wrote something down that says a failure is a, a rest stop along the road to success. And so a lot of people like to think that, you know, failure and success is some fork in the road when you got to choose one. You either going to be a failure or you're gonna, either going to be a success. Where the reality is, it's more like a zigzag in that you know you might be going down the road and you know you might hit you might hit a failure spot, you might hit another failure spot, but at your destination is always success. And as long as you keep driving, as long as you keep pushing through the fog and pushing through the snow and pushing through all the adversity that that nature could throw at you on that road to success, as long as you can keep the pedal to the floor, then eventually you'll reach your destination and success. So look at failure. More so, like I said, as a rest stop, uh, a moment in time for you to stop, reevaluate what you've been doing, so that you can readjust, you know, your 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 plans at the end of the day, your plan of action, so that you can get from from where to, from that rest stop to your destination or to another rest stop. For you reevaluate, rinse and repeat, do the same thing. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, Javay, what else you got for me? Well, basically, Dana said it all, and that's very true. You know, you got to, you first, you have to have a plan of action. You can't go about mm-hmm. anything without a plan. And then you need a plan A, a plan B, and a, a plan C for your plan B. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, on your original path, sometimes you have to detour and deviate and then come back to that path. It's just like driving. When they then shut down 75, you know, for whatever reason, you know, then you have to detour and then maybe you can get back on it from another exit. But that's that's how life is sometimes. And you got to be prepared and know that those things can happen so that you're prepared to know what to do when they do happen. Oh, she said a mouthful about plan A, plan B. Plan C, and I want to I want to speak on that with some with some showing up clarity. One is I you they they used to call me the Alphabet Man. I said, man, why you call me the Alphabet Man? He said, because I ain't never seen nobody with a plan R S T U V. I was like, well, hey, I don't have time for you know I'm I'm always my mind is moving so much. I'm planning not just for the worst, but I'm just planning just I'm planning for the best. And what will I do to get the best is keep on making sure that I'm not going to stop. I know me sitting here power with my lips poked out is not going to get it. So I always was having, you know, backup plans, backup plans. But you have to think, like she said, about the gears. Don't jump to plan D and you ain't fully worked out plan A. How you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Javay, have you ever came across somebody who was trying to date the dad of plan B and C and D, but they didn't even go all the way and follow through with plan A, and then they were trying to go to plan B or plan C? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've come across a lot of people, and I even myself, I've came across that even with myself because we want to get to the destination of success so quickly, but really success is a journey. And, and everything that comes along with that journey is a part of the process. So, you know, we want we live in a world that's based on instant gratification. 
So, you know, we throw stuff in the microwave, it's ready in 30 seconds. We go get fast food, it's ready in a minute. So we've been conditioned to think that things are supposed to happen with lightning speed. And sometimes, you know, you may take a little bit of time, just a little bit, for things to really work out in the proper way, in the proper form that they should work out. Because maybe there's another variable that needs to be added to the equation for it to really work out for you. And, you know, sometimes that's where you have to take time to really plan things, put things into action. You know, don't stop, but keep going, and then just work your plan. But if it doesn't materialize for you, you know, on the second day, don't be discouraged by it. So that's my, my take on that. <laughs> Dana, what do you got to say about that? I mean, she pretty much just covered it all, but... um. I, I, I would kind of like be repeating her, but uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to come back to that one because she, she pretty much takes the words right out of my mouth. Hey, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was just, I, I was just wondering because I ain't, I, I can't come behind that either. She, she yeah. held it. Hey, yeah. but that's part of the, I mean, that's, that's part of the game, though. Sometimes if someone has already said it, I mean, it's no, I mean, she, she summed it up, so there it is. Uh huh. Yeah, we're getting ready to. Um, I'm getting ready to do a little, uh, we're going to move on to this next chapter. I want to get Chapter 5 on our belts tonight and uh, and talk about that. Like I said, if anybody who wants to uh, have a comment, question, or feedback on anything we've been talking about tonight, call in number 347-205-9089. Please press 1 so we can see you, and then we'll bring you on the line. What we're getting ready to do now is... Uh, move on over to Chapter 5 Chapter 5 in the building And I'm just Like I said, I'm just enthusiastic About everything that we're um, Covering tonight I did, oh, I forgot I had to cover one more part of Chapter 4 Where he talked about the Next to the last chapter It says you must lay aside All other concepts of the universe and you must dwell upon this until it is fixed in your mind and has become your habitual thought. Now, he's talking about these three things. There's a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. And y'all want to holler at Gervais and let her go in on dark matter? She'll do it for you. You want to holler at Coach? I'll do it for you. But just listen to how simple it is the thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. you got to lay aside all other concepts and commit that to memory and make it habitual. The second one is a thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Kevin Trudeau says you get what you think about most. You hear that? You get what you think about most. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you think. Go post that on Facebook somewhere. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you think about the most. And then the third one, a person can form things in his thoughts, and by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. A person can form things in his thoughts and by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance 
can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Now, this is, like he said, it's not a lot of oak tree just coming out of nowhere or imagining a house and you come out of meditation and the house is built. No, but you are impressing upon the thoughtless form of the universe to get busy, to get busy. That's really the bottom line. You telling the book, get busy on producing what this thought is because once we start covering dollars won't meet, you understand how everything is a servant to our minds. And we got to stop being slaves and start being masters of our minds and letting the things that are produced be a something more fruitful for us, period. All right. Did anybody have any other uh, comments or, or on those three things before I moved on with the Chapter 5? I'm ready to move forward. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm ready to move forward, too. All right, all right, Oh, my, and this last part, do not listen to arguments against this ideal. Do not go to churches or lectures where a contrary concept, a thing is taught or preached. Oh, yeah. I had to ask that some of y'all love to go argue argue your point with somebody. You listen to the show, then you had to go get in somebody's face. For what? For what? You eat caviar, they eat dollar dollar menu. That's your business. Hey, Coach K. That, hey, Coach K. That, that's an excellent point, though, Coach K, because I just was reading an article the other day about minding your own business and realizing that people who, who do act that way, it's really a, a, implies a little a little bit of their, imma, their immaturity as well as how miserable they feel their life is because when you are on a positive plane, when you tune into that positively, you're not you're not focused on nothing but but uplifting and, and empowering and encouraging people to move forward. So if you if you if you spewing all that negative energy, or if you're in an environment like they say in the church lecture educational system that is spewing that negative energy, you need to get up and get out and go to some place where you can receive some of them positive messages because regardless of how how strong you think you are, sooner or later those negative messages are start going to start to permeate in your mind. Yep, yep. Javay, you want to get a piece of that, or are you ready to go? Well, I'll just say this, um, like just to reiterate what I said earlier, that your thoughts and the words that you speak, when they come out of your mouth, you're saying that to yourself first. So, like I said before, when you're, you know, spitting venom or spitting hate, having your daily dose of, of uh, haterade on somebody, you're really saying that to yourself. You're really thinking about that yourself. So why wouldn't that manifest in your world because it's your thoughts? So you, people have to very, really be careful about that. Um, and I even teach my little nieces and nephews, you know, that like to call each other names. They're, you know, they're brothers and sisters. They like to pick with each other. But I even express that to them. You know, you, you're saying that to yourself first. So. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Don't be don't don't be cursing yourself. You know, watch out for that piece of flannel inside your mouth called a tongue. It can cause a whole bunch of hassles. I see. Uh, I see. We got a hand raised. Let me uh, check out. See what this is before we move on to uh, chapter five. Uh, caller from the three three six two seven five. Your mic is wide open. Welcome to Coach K Radio. What's your name and where you calling from? Oh, peace, peace, peace. This is uh, 
Brother Infinite calling from Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, shout out to you, Coach Kyer. Appreciate you having this call. Shout out to the other uh, hosts that are on it, man. Y'all are really uh, bringing some fire here to the people. <clears throat> I just wanted to have a quick comment um, to build on some things that y'all were saying as far as, um, you know, the successes and failures and that um, this is a process um, for anybody who started on that um, path of um, – self-realization or thought actualization uh it sounds real simple you know think positive affirm your thoughts and the things that you think about will come into existence but it's a lot being said in that you know um and uh the the uh the person who was speaking in the uh in the science of getting rich he spoke about that when he said that this is the hardest work that you could ever take on and um if you haven't started you might think how could just thinking something be the hardest work that you could ever do. That seems pretty simple. But when you have to think things in the face of everything out in the world telling you that what you are thinking is not true, and you have to consistently, consciously say that it is true, shut out all of those negative thoughts and and continue on your path, um, that is something that is difficult, and those who can do it are uh, especially to be commended on that. Um, so, it, so once that path is started, you know it's just you you have to expect those things to come up, and it's it's going to be adversity and negativity. And um, I was listening to a, a Les Brown speech uh, today because I like to try to stay around those positive things. And what he was saying was, when he was getting his visions of what he needed to do with his life. Um, he was being stopped because he was listening with his mind. Everything he was um, thinking about himself, he was running it through his mind, like how, 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 how can I do that? How can I do this? How can I do that? I don't know how to do it. And that's the same thing on the science of getting rich, what he was talking about. Don't question it. Don't believe. Don't listen with your mind trying to rationalize it. Listen with your heart. Just go ahead and swallow it and accept it and move forward on that thought as opposed to being like, well, how is this true? Because once you do that, you're, you're doubting. And um, I think that we all know that doubt is weakness, and you're going to weaken your thought. So, um, And even those things are going to come up anyway, because that's the struggle. And uh, it's a lifetime to try to get the mind under control. It doesn't happen overnight. So those thoughts are going to come up, but you, can, uh, you have to constantly, consistently, keep the thoughts that you uh, want to desire to bring into manifestation. You have to keep coming back. And I keep coming back, so um, so just, yeah, just believe it with your heart or listen with your heart as opposed to listening with your mind and trying to think about it. Just look, just go ahead and swallow it. Listen with your heart. And um, and I'm anxious to listen to the next chapter that we have to say. I'm just uh, ready for the next chapter. The science of getting rich is very powerful. Um, but it is a process, and it is um, hard work uh, being able to, you know, just like you say, the uh, people, the naysayers that you're going to run into, they're nothing like the naysayers that you're going to run into in your own mind. So with that, I, I, with that, I say peace. And the hits just keep on coming. Got these guests calling in from North Carolina, just dropping bombs and whatnot. We might have to make this guy here a regular. What do you think, Dana or Gervais? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> I put my bid <laughs> on. Yeah, we should get some truth. Came with that fire. 
We're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring him in. Matter of fact, we want you to hang on. We're gonna uh, let you start off chapter five. You just you just sit right there, and uh, we're gonna let you kick off chapter five as soon as we come out of the as soon as we come out of that. So, uh, Big Brother Infinite, you just uh, hold on and rock with us. We only got about thirty five more minutes on the show. This is a, this this section right here is like right at nine minutes, but it's crucial. Don't y'all run and hide. Y'all just sit back. This one is Increasing Life. Increasing Life. Break out your notebooks. Peace. Chapter 5. Increasing Life. You must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity whose will it is that you should be poor, or whose purposes may be served by keeping you in poverty. The intelligent substance which is all, and in all, and which lives in all, and lives in you, is a consciously living substance. Being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and inherent desire of every living intelligence for increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life, because life, in the mere act of living, must increase itself. A seed, dropped into the ground, springs into activity, and in the act of living produces a hundred more seeds. Life, by living, multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more. It must do so if it continues to be at all. Intelligence is under the same necessity for continuous increase. Every thought we think makes it necessary for us to think another thought. Consciousness is continually expanding. Every fact we learn leads us to the learning of another fact. Knowledge is continually increasing. Every talent we cultivate brings to the mind the desire to cultivate another talent. We are subject to the urge of life, seeking expression, whichever drives us on to know more, to do more, and to be more. In order to know more, do more, and be more, we must have more. We must have things to use, for we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich so that we can live more. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest which causes desire. That which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. The one living substance must be subject to this inherent law of all life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. That is why it is under the necessity of creating things. The one substance desires to live more in you, hence it wants you to have all the things you can use. It is the desire of God that you should get rich. He wants you to get rich, because he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command of the means of life. The universe desires you to have everything you want to have. Nature is friendly to your plans. Everything is naturally for you. Make up your mind that this is true. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. You must want real life, not mere pleasure of sensual gratification. Life is the performance of function, and the individual really lives only when he performs every function, physical, mental, and spiritual, of which he is capable without excess in any. You do not want to get rich in order to live swinishly for the gratification of animal desires. That is not life. But the performance of every physical function is a part of life. 
and no one lives completely who denies the impulses of the body a normal and healthful expression. You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge, to gratify ambition, to outshine others, to be famous. All of these are a legitimate part of life, but the man who lives for the pleasures of the intellect alone will only have a partial life, and he will never be satisfied with his lot. You do not want to get rich solely for the good of others, to lose yourself for the salvation of mankind, to experience the joys of philanthropy and sacrifice. The joys of the soul are only a part of life, and they are no better or nobler than any other part. You want to get rich in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it is time to do these things, in order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things, see distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect, in order that you may love men and do kind things, and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. But remember that extreme altruism is no better and no nobler than extreme selfishness. Both are mistakes. Get rid of the idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself to others, and that you can secure his favor by doing so. God requires nothing of the kind. What he wants is that you should make the most of yourself, for yourself, and for others. And you can help others more by making the most of yourself than in any other way. You can make the most of yourself only by getting rich, so it is right and praiseworthy that you should give your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth. Remember, however, that the desire of substance is for all, and its movements must be for more life to all. It cannot be made to work for less life to any, because it is equally in all seeking riches and life. Intelligent substance will make things for you, but it will not take things away from someone else and give them to you. You must get rid of the thought of competition. You are to create, not to compete for what is already created. You do not have to take anything away from anyone. You do not have to drive sharp bargains. You do not have to cheat or to take advantage. You do not need to let any man work for you for less than he earns. You do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with wishful eyes. No man has anything of which you cannot have the like, and that without taking what he has away from him. You are to become a creator, not a competitor. You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other man will have more than he has now. I am aware that there are men who get a vast amount of money by proceeding in direct opposition to the statements in the paragraph above and may add a word of explanation here. Men of the plutocratic type, who become very rich, do so sometimes purely by their extraordinary ability on the plane of competition, and sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to substance in its great purposes and movements for the general racial upbuilding through industrial evolution. Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan, and the rest have been the unconscious agents of the supreme in the necessary work of systematizing and organizing productive industry, and in the end, their work will contribute immensely toward increased life for all. Their day is nearly over. They have organized production and will soon be succeeded by the agents of the multitude who will organize the machinery of distribution. The multimillionaires are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric eras. They play a necessary part in the evolutionary process, but the same power which produced them will dispose of them, and it is well to bear in mind that they have never been really rich. A record of the private lives of most of this class will show that they have been really the most abject and wretched of the poor. 
Riches secured on the competitive plane are never satisfactory and permanent. They are yours today and another's tomorrow. Remember, if you are to become rich in a scientific and certain way, you must rise entirely out of the competitive thought. You must never think for a moment that the supply is limited. Just as soon as you begin to think that all the money is being cornered and controlled by bankers and others, and that you must exert yourself to get laws passed to stop this process and so on, in that moment you drop into the competitive mind, and your power to cause creation is gone for the time being. And what is worse, you will probably arrest the creative movements you have already instituted. Know that there are countless millions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth not yet brought to light, and know that if it were not, more would be created from thinking substance to supply your needs. Know that the money you need will come, even if it is necessary for a thousand men to be led to the discovery of new gold mines tomorrow. Never look at the visible. Look always at the limitless riches in formless substance. And know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive and use them. Nobody, by cornering the visible supply, can prevent you from getting what is yours. So never allow yourself to think for an instant that all the best building spots will be taken before you get ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never worry about the trusts and combines and get anxious for fear they will soon come to own the whole earth. Never get afraid that you will lose what you want because some other person beats you to it. That cannot possibly happen. You are not seeking anything that is possessed by anybody else. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance, and the supply is without limits. Stick to the formulated statement. 1. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made, and which, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. 2. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. 3. Man can form things in his thought, and, by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Yo, Rockin', what's up? Yo, I'm doing the knowledge, E, man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who we rolling with then? We rolling with Rush. Our Rush Town Management. So check this out. Since we talking over this deaf beat right here that I put together, I want to hear some of them deaf rhymes. You know what I'm saying? And together, we can get paid and paid full, and paid full, and paid full, and paid full. of a master plan Cause ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand So I dig into my pocket all my money spent So I just deep up still coming up for lint So I start my mission, leave my residence Thinking how could I get some dead presidents I need money I used to be a stick up kid So I think of all the devious things I did I used to roll up, this is a hole up Ain't nothing funny, stop smiling You still don't nothing move but the money But now I learn to earn cause I'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street, 
whistling this Feeling out of place, but man, do I miss A pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper Me and Eric being a nice big plate of this Which is my favorite dish But without no money, it's still a wish Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made Soon as the test to see if I got pulled Hit the studio, cause I'm paid full Akim, check this out Yo, you go to your girl's house and I go to mine Cause my girl is definitely mad Cause it took us too long to do this album Yo, I hear what you're saying So let's just pump the music up And count our money Yo, but check this out Yo, Eli, turn the bass down And just let the beat keep on rocking And we out of here Yo, what happened to Peace? Peace, 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 peace It's awesome, baby! Yeah, kind of get paid in full. We had to bring a little bit of that classic hip-hop in there. Make sure y'all was alive and well for these last 22 minutes. Coming down through here, this is Coach K Radio. We are building on the science of getting rich by Wallace T. Waddles. We just got finished Chapter 5. If you want to tune in and zoom in with us, the phone number is 347-205-9089. We're glad, we'd love to hear from you. Any comments, questions, feedback, if you want to join in tonight, just press 1, and we'll gladly bring your own. Big Brother Infinite, we want to hear one of those uh, hot dowers quotes. If you want to uh, sum up something that you picked up from uh, Chapter 5 from Wallace Wallace. Man, that whole thing was uh, fire. That's one of the uh, one of the chapters I'm not familiar with. I had not heard that chapter, and uh, at first I was disappointed in it, to be honest with you. But then, as he continued to talk, he was saying things that seemed like they were speaking directly to me. Um, and it was Jews laced all the way through, even into the uh, Eric B and Rakim song. But the uh, <laughs> the first part is the um, the part where I think he was warning against the. Um, the dangers of uh, trying to get rich above all other things, and um, and still not ending up happy. Um, you might sacrifice a lot of things to get rich, but I would definitely not suggest satis- uh, sacrificing your happiness. And um, a lot of people in history have done that. They have sacrificed happiness for um, being rich, and you know, those are some of your suicide stories that you hear about um, through the uh, you know fame. You hear about them a lot in celebrities, but it's a lot of other people who are um, who are paid in full, who are not happy, got, and so miserable you, to the point where they kill themselves. Um, you got so to get, get in a better spot. Your, your phone is breaking up a little bit. We're trying to make sure you're being uh, recorded clearly. We want to hear every word you're saying. How's this? How's this? That's much better. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much y'all heard, but I was uh, just talking about how he was warning against the dangers of um of getting rich above above all other things, you know, and um sacrificing happiness for riches is definitely not the way to go. You're going to end up feeling more poor cuz you're going to have all this money and be like, "Why am I still not happy and miserable?" And I think that that uh leads to a lot of tragedy and um you know, and celebrities and a lot of other people that you probably don't hear about who are also paid in full but not happy, so they um they get so um miserable, so unhappy that they uh kill themselves. Then he outlined a lot and a, a, a lot of time you know I spend a lot of time studying history and um, he mentioned specifically by name in that chapter uh, some of the people who have um, made history um, through what he said competition deceit um, treachery amongst the masses 
and have amassed great wealth. And um and I you know, sometimes I, I, I dwell in those thoughts, you know, thinking about those things and uh he's saying don't 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 um spend any time on that. Uh everything is a thought manifestation. You should be uh focusing your thoughts on your own success, happiness and the happiness of those around you. You don't have any time or energy to waste um thinking about uh basically competition um is what the uh is what the author was calling that competitive thoughts how can we pass laws how can we stop them from doing that um everybody just needs to get in that creative process uh and of uh, creating their own wealth and everything will take care of itself uh saying that those things were necessary for the organization of the structure um saying that those people who do those things they're rewarded with that wealth but they have sacrificed their happiness for that wealth a lot of those people, man, they are hungrier for money than than uh, crackhead is for crack. Totally addicted, um, powerless, powerless to the call of money, um, and that's not a way to live. You have you have uh, object wealth, but you're not happy. It's not so. I think that the author was warning against those um, dangers, um, as well as comforting those who see people doing those things. Drug dealers getting rich. Um, off of, you know, selling death to people and and questioning how those things happen. Those people have their own karma. They're going to have to answer to those things in the end. And as he said, if you examine their lives, most of them are not happy anyway. I would venture to say uh, 99.99%, if not all. And then um, just, to, just to speak on the, the last thing I wanted to comment is on that Eric B. and Rakim song. One of the lyrics that he said in there was that um, – when he's walking down the street, he feels out of place because he don't have a pen and a pad in his hand. And I think that um, you can take from that line just the uh, the passion that he had for what he was doing, getting in that moment, being only being his true self when he was doing what he felt he was put here to do, which was uh, writing rhymes. So he's saying everybody else is just living, and I'm thinking to myself, dang, man, I need to be somewhere writing. And not because I'm trying to get money off of it, because that's that's what I do. That's that's what That's my passion. So I think that that's a jewel that you can take from that song. You know, that song was laced with jewels anyway, but uh, that's the only one we'll speak of here in the interest of time. I'll just say peace. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. Yeah, that was that was definitely hot. That that particular chapter, I think that summed up what you were referencing to, it says they are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric era. They play a necessary part in the evolutionary process, but the same power which produced them will dispose of them. And it is well to bear in mind that they have not never really been rich. A record of their private lives of most of this class will show that they have really been more abject and wretched. Wow. He talking about the private lives of the Rockefellers and the Carnegies and the Morgans. Whew, boy, 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 boy. Gervais, come on in, uh, jump into Chapter 5 and give me something that stood out of you, baby. Well, what stood out to me, I really like the paragraph um, that says, it is the desire of God that you should get rich. He wants you to get rich because he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command of the means of life. That is so very powerful. That is very, very powerful. And the hits just keep on coming. Speak on it, baby. Speak on it, because you came right after the uh, after the chapter I was going to go in on. But go ahead. Come on with it. 
I mean, just thinking about that, what a noble place to be in that, you know, because we are not taught that. We, I, I mean, well, I can't speak for everyone else. Let me take that back. I wasn't taught that, you know, but to know that we should live in wealth, we should live in abundance. And, you know, and back to what the last um, caller said, too, you know, it's not just about money because there's a lot of people that have money and they're not happy. What he's talking about is true wealth, and wealth is the abundance of valuable resources or material possessions that are around you. And the key word there is resources because you can have resources in the form of money. You can have resources in the form of people. You can have resources in the form of tools or software or whatever it is that you need to help you to live out your passion. And through living your passion and through aligning yourself with your passion, then you're expressing God in a sense. And that's, I found that to be very deep to me, oh, and it really spoke to me. Up. Your phone is breaking up. you got to repeat like the last three sentences. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? That's better. Okay. No, I was basically saying that um, when you are in alignment with your passions, that's that's where the wealth is at. When you're not in competition, when you're doing something that you absolutely love to do and you can gain money from that, you can gain income from that, you can be able to travel the world. And what Waddles is saying is that basically you being in the position is enabling you to be a vessel for God to express himself through, and I just really think that that's a noble place to be. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Dana Dane, what you got for us? Well, uh, Jave took my first first one, so I'll go ahead and go on to number two. I, I love that one as well because, as she said, it, I mean, it's, I wasn't taught that either. So you spoke to me as well. I can attest to that. But that's one of the most important lessons that I believe everyone needs to learn. But I'll go on to the next page where he talks about you want to get rich in order that you may eat, drink, and be married when it is time to do to do these things in order that. You may surround yourself with beautiful things, so distant, see distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect in order that you may love men and do kind things and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. And that just attests to that whole point of you can't save the world if you can't afford to fish. When you talk to just about every person that walks around the world, one of the main things they'll tell you that they want to do is they want to help others. And if if everyone wants to help everybody else, then how is it that nobody ends up getting help? And while there are many symptoms, one of the root causes is what Mr. Wallace goes on to talk about later on in life. Uh, they, they get all these hang-ups on what they think God wants of them, when the reality is, as Mr. Wallace says, what he wants is that you should make the most of yourself for yourself and for others. And you can help others more by making the most of yourself than in any other way. And I've I've witnessed it, and I'm pretty sure the two of you have witnessed it, where people can sometimes get um, hung up. They can get hung up on thinking about what someone else said that God says that they should be striving to accomplish when the reality is, is God just wants you to pursue excellence. He wants you to 
put mediocrity aside, and um, that's really what the science of getting rich. Well, one of the the the, uh, the benefits of being rich is pursuing a lifestyle of excellence, where you're we are healthy in mind, body, and soul, and you can only accomplish that. By doing things a certain way, but first accepting that God wants this for you. And if anyone is telling you that that's not something he wants for you, then you need to put on some good running shoes and, and head out in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, that juggle boy. Y'all y'all are on it tonight. I mean, and y'all still left me some on the plate that I wanted to come back and get on. Uh, I was that chapter right before Gervais. He said, we must have things to use, for we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich so that we can live more. Remember, he was talking about what do the plants want to do. They want to live more. Everything on the planet wants to live more. And this next sentence to me was probably the most powerful. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life-seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest, which causes desire. That which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. Then he comes down and he says, what? The universe desires that you have everything you want to have, Gervais. He says, nature is friendly to your plans, Dana. He says, everything mm-hmm. is naturally for you, infinite. And then he said, make up your mind that this is true, Kair. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. Ooh, and the purpose of all is what? Only to grow. That's a big key point. I could go in on that right there for like a whole hour. The purpose is growth. Everything else is a result. Everything else, man, growth is the purpose. Everything else is a result. Write that down in your notebook. I start every consultation off with that. Growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. Why? Because that's in alignment with the universe. They got cameras that just looking, looking, and looking for years at a time at the edge of the universe. And by all of their accounts, the universe is still expanding. Now, I'm probably the oldest cat. I'm plus 40 on the phone, and that means my entire life, the universe has been expanding since I've been born. That means all the billions of years before I got here, it was expanding. It hasn't even got to the point where it's going to say, all right, let me turn around and start coming back in. Because like, even if it did today, it would be billions of years in order for it to come back to where it started from. And it's still expanding. So that's what we're here to do is to grow. You know, the desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment. Come on, infant. I need one of them dowers a month for uh, uh, sayings off of that one right there. Uh, The only thing that I could say to build on to that is that it is important to keep these uh, thoughts in the forefront of your mind, um, to stay around like-minded individuals who have these thoughts on their mind um, so you can grow each other. I think that goes back to what you said, hustle hustle rule number one, um, because that's going to be the essential thing is holding these thoughts, 
uh, because you already uh, numer- uh, you already enumerated on how many thoughts we have in a day, uh, a week, a lifetime. How many of those thoughts can be consistent with your with your vision, with your path, and what you need to be doing? You have to try to uh, consistently stay focused on those things, and um, through calls like this, through building with like-minded individuals, those are the things that help you to uh, to get that into your heart and your mind. And um, on the thoughts of the everly expanding universe, I mean, I think that's beyond my comprehension, you know. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I, I marvel at it, but I keep it in this place and know that I got to keep my head pointed in the uh, direction of where I want to go, my goals and my um, and my path. And I'm going to leave that to the scientists, to the astrophysicists. And, I mean, I do like to read those books, but um, but right now it is it really is time um, to to be focused on this thought manifestation, getting these visions out, getting these plans out, and um, just enjoying this journey of success. Mm. That's what's up, Lord. Dana, what do you think about, you know, that particular, uh, either what the brother was building on or this desire for riches? It's simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment. Uh, for me, it just really filled a big void when I realized that the desire to want riches wasn't a bad thing. I grew up in an environment where, like most people, obviously, you know, you're you're unfortunately taught that it's evil to want to be rich, you know, to have intentions of wanting to make money, then there's, there's something wrong with you. Like, why are you trying to manipulate why are you trying to be conniving? What are you what are you scheming? What are you plotting? You know, all these negative words or ultimately negative connotations to these words are attached to the desire to be rich. So naturally, as human beings, we don't want to be associated to anything negative, but the reality of it is is that the desire to be rich isn't negative. What is negative are the people you choose to associate yourself with as well as the thoughts that you choose to accept from these people, that's what's negative in that vacuum. So you just have to realize that you know, you have the power to, A, love people at the distance that you choose to love them at, and, B, you you have the, the prerogative, you have the birthright to, to want to desire a rich because, as I said, to desire rich ultimately is just you wanting them to live life larger. And as he talked about in Chapter 5, increasing life, development, and realizing that... Um, what did he say? Life is... Uh, uh, well, every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life because life and the mere act of living must increase itself. So your intelligent substance, like that's like life, is just increasing, moving forward. As you as you kind of touched on earlier, Coach K, growth. So there's nothing wrong with growth, but the only way we can grow is by making use of things, and the only way we can make use of things is by being rich enough to acquire these things. So it's just a, little, a cycle that we just have to accept is true if we want to live a life of, what did you say, um, of excellence as opposed to mediocrity. Mm, for sure, for sure, for sure. Gervais, what's your thoughts on that? I agree with everything that Dana said, you know, um, we live when you when you can wrap that around your mind that we live in an infinite universe, then you can fully understand that you have infinite potentials of growth. You have infinite potentials of 
of anything around you, whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. And, you know, again, like um, one of the points that Waddles uh, was talking about was the idea of competition where we think, you know, that the next person is going to get something that we want, but the reality is is that when you're thinking in abundance, you know, you don't have to worry about that any longer because what's for you is for you. And, I mean, I think they say that in the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. You know, basically, what's out there for you is for you. And if you really want it bad enough and you want to make it happen, you can make it happen for yourself. All all day. I'm totally with that. My, my last piece on it is, Get rid of the idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so. God requires nothing of the kind. I think that's what Brother Infinite was talking about. You know, that's the programming. Like, we weren't all, all, I think all four of us have agreed that nobody taught us coming up that, you know what? You're supposed to have everything you want. But instead, it was, why are you asking for all that? Don't be greedy. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. But we were being programmed to live with less. And if I'm living with less, I can only do less. My example was science projects. My parents were so poor that you could either do a science project or write a paper. My father was like, you're going to have to write a paper because we ain't got no money. We ain't got no money for no project. You're going to have to just write a paper. That's easy. We got a piece and we got a paper. That's the cheapest thing we got. You're going to have to make it with that. You're going to be a good writer. Now, I am a good writer and from practice, but that still was a BS line that he fed me, you know what I'm saying, that I, that we couldn't even go get a poster board or, you know, whatever else. You know, my other classmates was making volcanoes and little engines on this stuff, and here I am writing papers. So I wasn't getting a C on paper because I wasn't a writer. You know, I was like, well, dang on. I, I got less, so I guess I'm supposed to produce less. So I didn't do my best in it. But from now on, you can believe I'm teaching the children and the babies and everybody else. You know, God is not wanting you to sacrifice everything. I, yeah, you, you got to make some sacrifices in life, but that's just in time management. You got to sacrifice that stupid stuff and, and them distractions, you know what I'm saying? And like uh, uh, Hip Hop Housewives of Atlanta, you can sacrifice that. That ain't going to take away nothing from you, you know, if you want to have something, but... This whole thing about, you know, it's God's ideal that, uh, you know, no, nah, I always say God wants God wants us that we should make the most of ourselves for ourselves and for others. So that's, that's where I'm at, and I'm going to stay solely there because I believe in God first, and I know God didn't want me to come down here to live in, in, a, in no impoverished state. He definitely will let, see me representing. He wanna be like, Yeah, that's my homie down there, that's my son down there. He's living in opulence. Look at Gervais living in opulence. How she can take care of the whole community when she you know what I'm saying, whenever I need to call upon her to do something, you know? So that's my feelings on that. Anybody else wanna chime in on another comment or before we get ready to get up out of here? You pretty much covered all the bases, Coach Tay, and I'll just end by letting people know that we've already touched on it, but it's a journey. <laughs> it's not, it's a marathon. It's not a hundred meter dash. You know what I mean? It's, it's a full 
If this was the NFL, you got to play the whole 16 games. You can't just play the last eight of the first four and think you're going to make it to the playoffs so you can go to the Super Bowl. You got to go through the regular season. So remember, people, you got to go through the season. It's a destination. And that means that you might have to read the signs of getting rich three times, nine times, 21 times until you get it. But that's part of the journey. You got, you got, you have the time. It's about being willing to make it to make to put those reps in. While we talked about before, you get that to to, to exercise your mind as your base set, so that you can get from where you are to where you want to be. Because without that exercise, then like I say, your 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 mental muscles are are going to um, they're, they're going to dissipate, as I would say. They're, they're going to get small. You won't be able to use them, and they're going to lose their strength. So. You, if you want to add one muscle to your hustle, listen to shows like this. Go pick up your base book. Tune in to Coach K's network. Go make sure you access that Billionaire Belief Bank Vault so you can get the toolbox you need to to get all the knowledge that you need and, and, and know where to find the tools you need to make it happen for yourself so you can supercharge your business. And uh, until you start doing those things and, and choosing to willingly make time for these things, then you you just lying to yourself. I'm gonna just keep it real with you. You lying to yourself, and, and it's best if you just you just if you want to keep lying to yourself, and you know go lock yourself in the room someplace because as they say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing expecting a different result. So stop lying to yourself, and be honest with yourself, and just accept that. Hey, as Coach K just said, I deserve. God wants this for me. Make the most of yourself. And then you will enjoy those riches that you so eagerly desire and undoubtedly deserve. That's what's up, uh, Big Brother Infinite. This is, you know, this is uh, we really enjoyed you tonight here riding with us on the panel. Can you give us some feedback on uh, something that you, as a listener, took away from the call? And uh, what do you, uh, what would you suggest? Uh, I don't want to sound like a parrot or echo anything like that, but uh, I really have to ride off of what the brother just said. You know, um, I will say that uh, anybody who was uh, who was practicing the practice of thought manifestation, um, you really have to set aside some time every day to do only that. If you feel like I'm gonna just be positive in my daily living, um, it's gonna be extremely difficult, if not impossible, to do that. So please set some time for yourself. And um, try to make it as close to every day as possible where you sit down with your thoughts and shape those thoughts in the way that you want them to go. And um, uh, me and uh, Brother Kair were talking earlier um, today, and we were talking about uh, how how they did a study on people who were able to um, progress their family along success lines. If you If your family came in, when you came in, y'all had a million dollars, you took it to ten. They had twenty thousand dollars. You took them to a hundred thousand. Just able to progress and improve the plot of your particular family, not where they started from, but what you were able to increase it with. They said that the one thing that they could, um, the one uh, definable trait that they could trace that to, out of all of them, it wasn't education, it wasn't um, the prestige or the wealth that your family already had. It was your ability to be a long-range vision and a long-range planner. So, um, so this is a journey. I mean, it's a it's a lifetime. This is a lifetime of practice. Why would you practice the thought of thought manifestation and then be like, all right, I got everything I want right now, so I'm going to stop doing that, just go back to living the, the way I was living before, just haphazardly. 
Um, so it's a, it's a lifetime journey. It's a lifetime process. Um, if you haven't started, I would welcome you to do it as soon as possible. If you have, I mean, I'm glad that we're going to be um, riding this path together. It should be a wonderful ride. It already is. Just got to be grateful for every moment. <laughs> hey, Coach K, I just turned on CNN, and they they got that. that they said it's a forest fire out in Greensboro, brother. Infinite done lit it up. So I'm, I'm going to just let you know that that's, that's one you're going to have to charge to the gang right there. Oh, he he don't mind burning it down. He he don't care about he don't care about that. He like he likes <laughs> he likes he likes letting us be smoky out there behind his house. He don't care. He look he's let it burn. Oh yeah, let it burn, baby. Infinite, they, you you see they already you know they already reporting you in on CNN. I can see already. Hey, uh. I don't really have too much to say about that. I mean, I appreciate it. Um, we're just gonna keep doing what it do. I, like I say, I just, uh, I just look forward to the journey. Uh, the path has already started. We're already on it, so it only has one destination. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just proud to be a part of it. I remember one time you even told me that um, keep your head down until you reach the end of the road. When you were talking about plowing a field, do you remember? Do you remember that uh, that conversation? Uh, yes, I do. I think we had that uh, several times, that conversation about just keeping your head down and just, just stay in the grind. Stop trying to look up all the time and check what everybody else is doing, looking to see, oh, man, that sales call didn't go so well. Oh, that was a good sales call right there, so I'm going to chill because I'm going to count that. I'm going to count that in the bank. That's already 1500 right there, so I can I can knock off for the rest of the day. I got that. Keep your head down. Keep doing what you were doing. Uh, stay in the process. Just try to stay in the process. Not saying that you can't take a moment to breathe the fresh air and enjoy the successes, but try to stay in the process. Don't be up so much checking to see what's going on. Just stay in that grind and uh and manifest it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Appreciate that, Lord. Absolutely. Um, Gervais, we got you back on the line too. You can wanna uh share some of your closing thoughts that you took away from the call tonight and um some of the things that you enjoyed. Calling from the 586-339. Hello. Okay, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Okay. So, you know, I had to have my backup phone because I tried to call back in and they was like, no shows. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, basically I want to give you a big thanks and a shout-out um, for actually bringing this type of information to the forefront because we don't have a lot of teachers out here that's really teaching or coaching on this level. And, you know, I want to give you um, kudos to that and Dana and even the uh, last caller for really bringing this to the forefront and having an open discussion and forum about it because if we don't discuss this within the communities, then, you know, everybody else is going to be trapped. I don't want to be the only person wealthy. You know what I'm saying? And I want people around me, I want my circle to be, you know, rolling in opulence, as, as you say, Coach, you know. And it's important that we, you know, get out here and talk about this and teach this to others because there's a lot of people that are still stuck in the darkness and they need to be brought to light. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to keep on doing what I do. Um, I love the acknowledgement. And I feel what you just said. I don't want to be the only one rich, you know what I'm saying? But that don't mean that I'm going to stay back with two broke people 
You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, want to rock, you better come on and rock. But I will leave you. You can believe that. I I, I, I don't love you like that. You know what I'm saying? That I'm going to just stay behind. You know, you going to leave me like that? Yes. I'm not leaving you. I'm advancing me because that's what God want me to do. If you want to be disobedient, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, hey, God bless you. You know, that's all I can say. But for me, I got to keep on uh, pushing, carrying on. I got a lineage to uh, leave. Like Infinite said, my father was um, raised, and they had an outhouse. So he left a house to me that had two bathrooms. So I can't just double that and do four bathrooms. You know, if I'm going to do five bathrooms, I wonder how many bedrooms I got to put in a five bedroom. If you got five bathrooms, then you got to have at least seven or eight bedrooms. You know what I'm saying? So, and you got to have seven, eight bedrooms. You need some land to do that. And then you need uh, a basement and you need a, like a guest house. And all of that takes things, you know, and it takes a definite of purpose and it takes the mindset. And I am totally like charged up to really go sit down in front of my altar tonight, offer me up some ancestor money and really put that vision in of what it looks like. So I definitely um, am thankful for Gervais. I'm thankful for uh, for her workbook for letting me just write. Girl, I'm going to tell you, like, you made, you made me write 20 things, right, on the negative thought uh-huh. equalizer list. Like, I, I got number 14. I got the number 14 and thought of getting weak. And I was like, oh, 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 you got six more to go. You know, you the coach. You can't, you know what I'm saying, what if she come to Atlanta or something and be like, let me check your book. And then you got 14 things filled out or... I was even thinking of my man Infinite. You know, I was like, you know, what if my godchildren and if I give them an assignment and then they, they they say, well, let's look at your book and then they open my book and I ain't finished mine. I only had 14 things written down and the list said write 20 things down. And so when I got down to 20, it was just how strong I felt about myself, how reassured I felt with myself. And so I appreciate, you know, what I'm saying you giving me this, you know what I'm saying, this workout tool right here. And, of course, I appreciate my man Dana, you know, for um, giving me the expedient quick feedback and um, always being there to vibe with me. We were talking on the train today about some new avenues that um, that that we're getting ready to open up for people. And I'm going to just make this announcement on the radio as I was um, talking uh I'm gonna tell Daniel, but I'm gonna make I'm gonna let everybody just you know uh, eavesdrop on our conversation. Today, um, I have a um, domain manager over at Hostgator. Like um, me and Dana are big in the websites, but I sell domain space. You know, like if you want me to host your website, I can host it. Uh, Dana's gonna build it. I'm gonna host it, and we're gonna put together a good package for you. So today, he called me. And we were <clears throat> chopping it up, and he told me that he got a promotion, and now he is um, not just doing transferring domains, but he's also over at SEO Gears, SEOGears.com, which is a hostgator company, and he was talking about what he wanted to do for my business. He was like, yeah, um, just the other day, I was around here talking about IlluminatiMoney.com and HonestHustle.com. I said, wait a minute, you work at HostGator, you, y'all host 
hundreds of thousands of sites every day, and you told one of the employees that you mentioned Illuminati money and HostGator, and you know, to one of the employees there, he said no. He said it had to be at least 20 people, and we were all talking about it. So Dana, um, big things popping, bro, because we now we have now we are in on the inside of HostGator, and they are enthusiastic to help us have quote unquote. He said mailbox money. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, we ain't playing around here. We're not just doing these classes and doing these online joints so y'all can be like, oh, well, they just, they just bull-jiving around. No, we living it. We living it. We living it. You know, so um, if you want some mailbox money or you're not sure what that means, then you better go over to Clover West Consulting. And Infinite, I want you to go over to Clover West Consulting, and y'all need to fill that questionnaire out. Because if you don't know where you're going, if you ain't got no game plan, how you going to get there? Bill Belichick don't win no championships without a game plan. You got to have a game plan. And Clover West Consulting is the web-designed arm of billionaire beliefs, run by CEO and HNIC Dana the Diesel himself. And, like, I spend a lot of time over there. It's going to make you put some thought in it. I had one of my homeboys fill it out for his bit, for his website, Cosmo Physics, because we got to get on the right side of money. Next week, we may start off the program, even though we're going to cover Chapter 6. We may cover the cash flow quadrant next week. We may just take, like, just, just put the cash flow quadrant in there because people really need to understand about the left and the right side of money. So, Dana... Uh, you get. Uh, I want you to brush up on that. And Gervais, if you want to come back next week, that's how we're going to start the show off is talking about the cash flow quadrant and the difference between the left side of money and the right side of money. So cool. we got we got HostGator talking about HonestHustle.com and Illuminati money. So best believe we're not going to let that iron get cold. We're going to strike while that iron is hot. What do you think, Dan? Let's make it happen, guys. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that West Coast drawl in his voice? He's serious business. All right, so check it out. Make sure y'all go over to Amazon tonight and get the success expelled with two C's. Please check out business. I'm sorry, billionaire belief. That's with no S. dot com and get your wealth portal package and get on with the team. You know what I'm saying? And of course. HonestHustle.info. If you want to check out what Coach Kyrie's got, if you want to get that cash drive, we're getting ready to have this affiliate program up. We've been working on it for a little over a month, but we want to make sure that it's right when we roll it out. But if you are interested, please leave us your email address. Go to CoachKyrie.com and leave us uh, leave a note for Coach at CoachKyrie.com. Or you can leave a, uh, uh, your email address and a comment at billionairebelief.com. And we will definitely be in touch with you. I am tomorrow having a 4th of July special. I, I love having, when the seasons come in, Walmart's having a special, Macy's is having a special, well, Coach is having a special too. And I'm doing $30 off every service that I offer tomorrow. So if you're listening to me tonight, any service that I offer tomorrow, whether it's a relationship consultation, 
whether it's some more mental management, whether it's some, some uh, consulting on your branding, whether it's uh, astrological in nature or whatever, is $30 off, and that's a half hour, a one hour, or a 90-minute session. Also, I'm going to be teaching one class tomorrow in a virtual online course, and I think it's only going to be probably uh, 20 bucks. And what I want you to use as a promo code, if you, take, if you put in the promo code Honest Hustle, then you'll get 50% off. All right? So whatever I price it at. So if I price it at 30 bucks, and you put in Honest Hustle as a promo code, you're going to get 50% off. So I'm just putting that out there. What if I make it at, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make it at $10 because it's worth more than that. But it's got to be something that we all contribute in, and I'm going to really pull some jewels out tomorrow and go in and answer some people's questions personally or in private. Uh, somebody wants, like I said, to book a private session with Coach. Tomorrow, everything's 30 bucks off. If there's a class that you want us to teach, something that you want us to discuss on the show, leave a note. Go to CoachKaya.com, leave a note for Coach. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Or you can text my phone, 336-587-1215. You can get in contact with me that way, and uh, we can move forward from there. Gervais, would you like to leave your contact information if people need to get in contact with you for speaking engagements or coaching purposes or anything like that? Yes. Um, you can reach me at info, I-N-F-O, at GervaisJohnson.com. Um, if you want to reach me directly, you can reach me at 248-747-2229. Gio, and Dana Dane, you want to let people have um, your contact information on how they can get in contact with you for your services and your vast array of knowledge. Follow me at Dane Diesel. That's D as in David, H as in Hotel, A as in Andy, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward. D as in David, I as in Ice, E as in Edward, S as in September, I as in Ice, L as in Love. Follow me at uh, Dane Diesel, though. Uh, you can give me a Twitter, Instagram, on, on those two handles. Like me on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash, uh, you just search Dane Diesel. You'll find me just how I just spelled it. And uh, as far as if you need any, any sort of website consulting, Hit up CloverWestConsulting.com, and if you need any sort of brand development and whatnot, or, or brand development, or put, putting together your marketing campaigns, and go over to RileyMedia.com, and we'll be able to assist you with all those all those uh, services. And uh, looking forward to helping you accomplish something worthy and significant, people. So we out here, we ready to work, and uh, let's just, let's start practicing that group economics, so we can start funding them group politics. Hmm. There we go. And then we start moving group policies. <laughs> <'Cause> exactly. <laughs> and don't forget, politics. politicians is all about routing money. Route, we're not trying to get your vote. They route money. When they're voting yes or no, they're voting yes or no where the dollars are going. So that's, that's what we want to incorporate. Um, so let's just go ahead and stay team-oriented, team-minded. And I definitely appreciate everybody who came in tonight. Uh, living a line, uh, our guest. Oh, man, I do got to give a shout out to Living a Line. We have a um, we have a conference coming up 
on July the 7th. Let me give out that. Um, it's really an astrological, here we go. It's an astro course, having fun with astrology. And where is this at? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Now, when I do this, I got to cut the volume down because they have a Wix site. Don't say nothing, Dan. I know, you know, this is how some people do. They want to get their wigs on. You hear that music? Sometimes that's a little too much for me. I don't even know where the button is to turn it off. It's a LA, it's a Living Align Astro Playground. And it's uh, July the 11th and the 12th. July the 11th and the 12th, Living Align Astro Playground. It's going to be two days. It's $50 per day. You get three teachers, <clears throat> you get Shaman Hands, you get GG Twice, uh, and myself, Coach Kair. It's going to be a bananas course, like just filled up with information concerning, you know, how astrology plays a major part in your life. I'm very happy and pleased to be uh, on a panel with uh, two other people because the course is so vast. Like, I'm just happy that everybody, you know, is going to be chiming in with their, you know, with, them, with their contribution. Uh, my, since I am also a professional astrologer, I wanted to uh, let everybody know a weather report that's up right now. Um, this month is going to be big for us all. Uh, July 4th, tomorrow, uh, the Cirrus Star Portal opens up. That's why Jay-Z made that big deal with Samsung. Then on July the twenty July the twenty second, twenty-third, there's gonna be a huge uh water grand triumph water uh in the sky between uh, Neptune, Saturn, as well as Jupiter. And this is gonna be very very uh beneficent and benevolent for people who are in the right place at the right time, thinking the right thoughts. I just looked at an article of Baby from Cash Money is releasing an album on that same day. Now, this is on a Tuesday in the middle of the week. You don't tell me that he just released an album on a Tuesday just because? Most albums are released like the beginning of the week, you know what I'm saying, like Monday or Friday. This dude is releasing it within a date that is astrologically aligned to be almost like hitting the lottery, Okay. So um, if you want to get a consultation and see what this means for you and your life, Jupiter means generosity while it's in cancer. Jupiter does its best work in cancer, and it's going to be there. It got there on the 27th of June, and it's going to be there for a whole year. How do you take advantage of it? You know, billionaires use astrology, not millionaires, all right? So if you're interested in those, those particular sciences and how to align yourself, with this mega force out here by using your birthday, please get in touch with Coach Kair. We'll get something set up for you. Like I said, tomorrow you may just want to get, uh, get a sample. Everything I have, 30 minutes, one hour, and 90-minute sessions, they're all recorded. We can do them via Skype. We can do them um, in the new Coach K studio, or we can do them over the telephone, or if you're in the Atlanta area, we can do them in person. So, uh, And if you are in L.A., 
the weekend of the 19th and the 20th, and you want to get up and do a session with uh, Dane Diesel and Coach K, you can go ahead and book that right now. You know, you can give Dana a call or you can send me an email and we'll get you on the schedule because uh, I'm going to be in L.A. that weekend. So if you want to have access to all of this and two dry erase boards in one room and us focusing totally on giving you solutions that you can use immediately, then I think that that's something that you should take advantage of right now. So that's it. Um, that's for my left coach fan, Coach K. And Dana is going to be in the building in the same place for that weekend. And um, it's going to be amazing. So I'll probably be there that Monday as well, Sunday and Monday. There's a full moon that Monday, so I want to capitalize on that over there on the West Coast. And, um, you know, we're just going to have a lot of fun. And I look forward to everything that's popping off. And I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight. You know, we're getting ready to take it out with some, some, with some you know, some sound boy hip-hop up in the building. So uh, I do appreciate everybody who came out tonight. Like we said at the beginning of the show, Money Ain't a Thing by Jay-Z and Jermaine Dupree. Eric B. and Rakim told you uh, I'm ready to get paid in full. And, of course, we let them all know that we in it because we want dead presidents to represent us. I'm going to holler at y'all next, not this coming Wednesday, but the Wednesday right after that. Peace, love, light, prosperity. I love you all. Kiss the babies and have fun. Peace. To the death of us, me and my confidants You shine, you feel the ambiance, y'all niggas just rhyme Body ounce though accumulates like snow We don't just shine, we illuminate the whole show You feel me? Factions from the other side would love to kill me Spill three quarters of my blood into the street Let alone the heat Fuck him, he hate a nigga loving his life In no possible ways, no defense is bugging my life Hospital days, reflecting when my man laid up On the uptown high block, he got his side sprayed up I saw his life slipping, this is a minor setback You're still in all we living, just dream about to get back That made him smile, though his eyes said pray for me I do you one better and slay these niggas faithfully Murder is a tough thing to digest, it's a slow process And I ain't got nothing but time, I had near brushes Not to mention, three shots close range, never touch me, divine intervention, can't stop by, from drinking my ties, with Tata down in Nevada, ha ha, papa, world life, I dabbled in crazy ways, without rap, I was crazy straight, pot, and I'm still spending money from 88, I make you and your whack man fold like bad hands, roll like Monopoly. Advance, you copy me like white crystal. I gross the most at the end of the fiscal year than these niggas could wish to. The dead presidential candidate with the sprinkles in the presidential ice that'll offend you. In due time, when crime flees my mind, all sneak thieves and player haters can shine. But until then, I keep the trillion cut diamonds shining brilliant. I tell you half the story, the rest you fill it in. Long as the villain win, I spend Japan yen. The ten major events catch me in the joint, convince my iguanas is biting. J-A-Y hyphen, controlling, manipulating. I got a good life, man. Pounds and pence, enough dollars make sense. Why you ride the bench? Catch me swinging for the fence. Dead presidents, you know.